Good morning, Monday, October 11th. We've got four baseball games and a Monday night football game to look at. And I'm going to start with the Monday night football game. Actually, quick recap of yesterday's NFL, 5-5, five and 4-4 five, four and four on the sides and totals, and 1-1 one and one on the prop type bets, meaning the teaser and the parlay. Interesting, 0-5 start and then ended up winning the last five in a sweep. So it's, I don't know. Uh, looking at the... Um, the whether they're good bets or they bad bets, you know, Dallas and Baltimore easily covered. Obviously, I have to say good bets. Uh, Jacksonville, not so much. Maybe there was too much leverage put in on the fact that they had a, they're starting to show signs of life. Maybe they were, maybe they'd get blown up with the Urban Meyer stuff. Maybe should have laid off that one. On the totals, there's five totals, two winners and three losers. Uh, the the totals that went over were not really in doubt. The Baltimore, the, Monday, the Sunday night game was only over by two, but really uh, it was blowing it out at halftime. The rain delay of over an hour made them really start over from scratch, where then they were they were all scoring at will. But so that was I, that clearly was the right side, although it didn't blow over the total. Uh, the Houston and Pittsburgh games under really they were losing bets. The Cincinnati game to go over, that probably should have been a winner. So in reality, it's more like a 6-4 and four day if you're grading good bets versus bad bets after it's all said and done. A winner's a winner and a loser's a loser. What I'm trying to get at is, does it look like the right side was taken? Cincinnati and uh, and uh, Green Bay missed, was it five field goals between them? And they weren't 60-yard field goals. We're talking 35-type yard field goals so really that should have been an over it was close to getting over with all that sloppiness and then that's of course saying that typically when you have that many field goal attempts the law of averages means you're going to get you're going to get some of those in the end zone rather than have to settle for a field goal and when you do settle for a field goal you don't have one of the worst it'll probably end up being the worst field goal percentage day for both teams for both together for the entire season that'd be my guess no, no way to bet on that one. But all right, so it is what it is. Now, Monday uh, night here, there was no play prior to this day, and there's still no play on the side or total. But there is a, a small same-game parlay bet that does make sense. Uh, really, Baltimore looks like a solid favor to win, but we don't know how by how much. It looks like a an under, but not under 46. Uh, so you could parlay those two together. Baltimore just to simply win the game by any amount, money line bet, and under an adjusted total of 55 and a half, giving you more than the touchdown cushion over the current number. And that's a sing- that's a good bet there. I decided to add one more bet to this to make it a three-leg. And again, these are fun. Parlays aren't necessarily terrible, but they're not really... A- a- necessarily the smartest way to play your bets, but they're not terrible. A lot of, there's a lot of conflicting opinion on that, and I may have talked about it at some other pro, uh, podcast. But uh, anyway, the third leg in this would be Lamar Jackson to score a touchdown at some point. Now, again, that's not a passing touchdown. That's a receiving, or in this case for him, most likely that would be a rushing touchdown. Matter of fact, I think he might score the first touchdown of the game, but I'm just going to parlay it with to score a touchdown at some point. 
And again, he could be a receiver, but it's almost for sure would be a rushing touchdown because it's unlikely they'll, they'll have a trick play in there to, for, have, for, for him to receive it and then have that actually score a touchdown. So I don't like it that way. But for the rushing touchdown, yes. And that's at plus 206. So I'm going to do this one for a half a unit because I do feel pretty confident that Jackson will score that touchdown, that Baltimore will win, and it'll be under 55 and a half. Not... Uh, at plus 206, I like that. And, of course, there's a third option. You could take Lamar Jackson at minus 125 or depending on your book to score that touchdown. And that does have seem to have a positive expected value. So that's the play for that. Really not much else I can do with that game. There is some interesting action on baseball, though. And in this case, I'm going to move it to one-unit plays versus the half-unit plays that have been on the board. And I've got three plays. So the first game, that starts at noon central, 1 o'clock eastern, is Milwaukee visiting Atlanta. I do like Milwaukee in this game at plus 101. So a slight dog. Peralta's a better pitcher than Ian Anderson. Milwaukee's a better team than Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta's at home. Uh, keep in mind that Milwaukee's a hell of a road team at 50 and 31. They're not afraid to play on the road. Uh, again, the pitching advantage, the, the closing, the bullpen advantage, so really every advantage but home field goes to Milwaukee and Milwaukee is I believe the best road team in baseball. So Milwaukee at short money uh, the underdog odds. And then the next game I'll just comment briefly Houston at Chicago. I'm not I don't have a play in this total or side. I would I would tend to lean Houston, but by no means is that a play for me. It's just a, a weak lean. Uh, there would be some logic for Chicago to take this at home. A very, very, very good home team and then send it to Houston for the next and deciding game where Houston would win it at home. If it does get to game five, I will almost for sure, just about guaranteed looking at, you know, without knowing for sure who's going to pitch. You never know in the playoffs, I would be taking Houston tomorrow if it gets to the next game. Then the next play is on Tampa Bay and Boston, I like the over nine at minus 122. I don't like over nine and a half. So shop around or buy it down if you can get it at a reasonable price. I bought it at minus 122 to get over nine. It gives me a backside protection of being at nine and not losing money versus loss at nine and a half. Now, I do believe it's going to go over that pretty easily for a couple of reasons. Uh, the main reason being that they both teams have used their entire bullpens to the extent that there should be more runs scored today. And, of course, this is an elimination game for Tampa Bay now. Boston has a 2-1 to one lead, which is why I'm not taking a side. While I would favor Tampa Bay, there's no pitcher listed yet. It's probably a bullpen game or something. Or maybe they'll try to get their game one in early. They're deciding that now. I don't worry about that at this point. I'm going to take the over nine. And um, yes, I would have leaned Tampa Bay, but no way am I going to go against Boston, who seems to have it together at the exact right time, and they're at home. Now, if it really it's a must win for Boston. If Boston loses this to Tampa Bay, it goes back to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay will win the series again. So that's another scenario if, if it goes to game five. Without even knowing the pitcher, and again, I would not 
bet this until I have all the information, but it's extremely likely I'd be betting on Tampa Bay if it was a game five, and I kind of think there might not be at this point in time. And then the final game is the Dodgers at home versus San Francisco. A clear miss, uh, pitching mismatch, Max Scherzer against Alex Wood. You can get Scherzer on the money line at just a little under, a shade under minus 200. Well, that's a very steep price, and it, I don't recall. I know there's not been more than a few picks the entire season where I've suggested laying that much juice, but I do in this case. Now, Dodgers on the run line, minus one and a half runs, is also expected to show value. But I don't, I don't, there's a, I don't like that. I don't like to have to beat the Giants by two at home. Home run lines are a questionable play to start with. You should play them less often than a road run line. And in a playoff game like that, no, I don't, I don't like the two in this scenario. So I have played the Dodgers at the heavy juice just to simply win the game on the money line. Scherzer over Wood. It's a clear mismatch. Uh, Really, the Dodgers have the better lineup. Obviously, the records were one game apart during the regular season. And that's with the San Francisco pitching staff actually outpitching the Dodgers pitching staff because of injuries and whatnot and suspensions. Um, But you want Scherzer in this game. Wood is no slouch. He's He's a longtime veteran. But he's not the winning pitcher in this game. So don't be afraid of the juice. You know, yeah, the, the odds indicate that there's a two out of three chance the Dodgers win this game, according to odds makers. One in three chance the Giants win. So there's no guarantee that you're taking home the money. But I am not, I'm not afraid of this one. This one feels like a, a, a ch- cash-to-check game to me. So the recap on baseballs, the Dodgers on the money line at the heavy juice price, the Milwaukee Brewers on the road with a very slight underdog price, and then Boston and Tampa Bay to go over the total. Two good hitting teams in a hitter's ballpark with the bullpen on both sides being destroyed. So over 9 minus 122 or anything reasonable. I would not pay over minus 130 on that if you have to. Otherwise, you sit it out or you get lucky and there's no run scored in the first couple innings. You could get it at probably seven and a half, I would guess, and that would be even better for you. But I'm not waiting. I'm going to take the over nine. And then again, the NFL play was the mini play of the day. Not a wonderful uh, expectation, but at plus 200 odds, I like that. And that was the uh, Baltimore Ravens to simply win. The total to go over, under, excuse me, under an adjusted total of 55 and a half. And Lamar Jackson to score a touchdown at any point in time in the game as a runner or receiver. Or if you want less risk, because the more legs, the more risk, obviously, is you could do just Lamar Jackson to score a touchdown, or you could do the side and total in a two-leg parlay, or anything you want. You could do the the total on the Jackson, you could do the side, you could mix and mix and match any of those. They all have reasonable chance of coming in, especially the side and the total that are adjusted, but you can't play those individually. There's just too much money at stake on the juice. And so even then it's still high on a two leg parlay. So I decided to add the Jackson in there. That's how I'm playing it at over plus 200 odds. And that is it for today. Good luck with these picks.